I'm definitely giving y'all a late night <laughs> podcast, a real um, 9.45, 9.50 episode, girl. I've been running around. I had um, a couple interviews today. Then had to run around and do just a couple other things. So, you know, I guess all you, you night shift girls are going to get a show. Are you early morning girls? It's it's going to get, you know, y'all going to get a little something, something for me. But welcome back to the Capish Podcast episode. What we at? 137? One, yeah, girl, 137. We really pushing these episodes out. I didn't I can't believe we at 137. Wow. Um, yeah, it's giving I don't feel like a podcaster. I don't know what I feel like, honey. But I don't even feel like a podcast. I feel like podcasters elevate. Like I need to elevate, you yeah. I need to elevate, but feeling good, feeling feeling kind of inspired a little bit. And I think I feel inspired because I've been really focused on the sequel. Like, now that I have a release date for the sequel to In the Week We Trust, like, I feel so, I don't know. It, I think it really came down to, what was it, Tuesday? It was Tuesday. So, Tuesday, I kind of had an epiphany about the characters, right? And it's so exciting as a writer like when that light bulb goes off because I was kind of struggling girl so the sequel at one point was like halfway done I did not care for it so girl we back on chapter eight like and I I guess that's a that's a good and bad thing because I'm kind of a perfectionist a little bit so I kept reread and rereading it to me it was really really good but I think the expectations for the sequel are so high because the first one in the Wicked We Trust was really, really good. So I cannot slack with the sequel. Like, it was good, but I'm like, is it in the Wicked We Trust good? Because oftentimes, you know, we done seen this with a lot of writers. Like, the first one will be really good, but that second one is, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not really giving. So... It was just like a light bulb went off. I had a storyline. But I was like, oh, where am I going with this storyline? Like, I couldn't really figure out how to merge it. Because this one is written a little bit differently. I kind of wrote it just a little bit differently. Not much, but um, just it's written a little bit differently. Y'all, y'all will see it. Y'all will see it. Like, it's not so far off course. So, you like, what the hell is this? But I feel like I really wanted to highlight each character better and exactly what they're going through. So, I was sitting there and I'm writing and I'm writing and I'm writing. And that goddamn light bulb just, ding, this this is what's going to happen. Because I couldn't figure out what's going to happen. And y'all going to be mad with me when y'all figure out what. Ooh. <laughs> girl, y'all might boycott when y'all see what happened at the end. I don't know. Y'all not going to be happy though. Y'all is not going to be happy with me. Oh, y'all not going to be happy with me. Because the way that it's about to end. The way that my sequel is going to end. 
I don't know what the hell gonna happen in the third one. I have decided to make a third though. We're gonna go with a third. We're gonna go with a third. I have decided that I'm gonna make a third. I don't know what the hell the third gonna be about, girl. I'm not even gonna hold you. <laughs> though. Like, I don't know what my third book is gonna be about, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's it's getting good, girl. I'm what I'm really happy about, like sometimes I get mad when I I'm too much of a perfectionist. I get irritated with myself, but I'm honestly very, very happy that I went back and scratched a lot of shit and just kind of went back to the drawing board a little bit. I hate when people call me when I'm podcasting. It never fails. So anyway, yeah, so book is going good. Sequel is going good. March 19, 2023. You already know I'm treating the book like an album rollout. So, Yeah photo shoot <laughs> um video content like you already know the drill y'all know how I'm coming by my second book so I'm I'm just so excited I cannot wait for y'all to see it I feel like really really inspired I do I feel very inspired I feel very like this is great this it just feels really really great <laughs> so anyway enough about that um where shall we start jail we got macy gray glow rilla damn it was something else i wanted to talk about other than macy gray and glow rilla oh shucks we gotta bring notes back <laughs> i'm forgetful what was that thing i wanted to talk about let me go on my twitter because I, I think i tweeted it Hold on. Why do, Why am I so forgetful? But also, why I don't write shit down knowing I'm this forgetful? Wait. Because I did tweet that I wanted to talk about Macy. And it was something else, girl. But I guess we can... Oh, Brittany. I want to talk about Brittany Griner. So, let's... Y'all want to get into Macy Gray first? Yeah, Macy Gray done shook the table, girl. She done pissed the girls off. Macy Gray done... Macy, <laughs> Macy Gray done went and sat with Pier, Piers Morgan. I think that's how you say his name. Um, The dude in, in the UK, right? Who real controversial. He makes me seeing all the controversial shit. Y'all know. I'm sure y'all know who Piers Morgan is, child. But anyway, she done done this interview. And Macy Gray pretty much said trans women are not real women she said you know just because you go have surgery by boobs get the sexual reassignment that don't make you a woman that's what she said child and it was just real interesting to see the two sides of social media instagram was riding with her like all the comment sections on all the blogs was like yes macy girl finally somebody said it i she ain't saying nothing wrong do 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 and then you got twitter who drags her ass for filth Twitter, I would think, I would say Twitter is definitely more, Twitter is definitely more LGBTQ friendly versus Instagram. Instagram is, Instagram gonna give you all the phobics, right? Like, Instagram is Instagram. But, um, yeah, so, it was just interesting to see, you know, the two sides of the coin, but Twitter dragged her to hell. Twitter dragged her to hell. Twitter dragged her to hell. 
And I made a comment on one of the blog pages who posted it. And basically, what I said and how I feel is this. I think that some women, not all the women, not all the women, don't, please do not get on here and like, no, listen to me, daughter. Some women, some like, um, see, I don't know the proper term, so I hope I don't offend, but um, I guess like natural born um, women. Again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's not the proper term. I'm still learning these things, but I think a lot of times natural born women, because of media and so forth and so on, feel like trans women are trying to discredit them in some kind of way. And and the reason I say that is because take for instance, um, was it Caitlyn Jenner who ended up getting the woman of the year from one of those publications and a lot of women back then felt like wow that's a slap in the face y'all could have picked anybody now granted don't nobody like Caitlyn Jenner ass I don't even think Caitlyn Jenner like Caitlyn Jenner like she I don't I don't know Caitlyn Jenner just all over the place girl she, she she's a mess but a lot of a lot of women felt offended by that like damn like y'all could have picked any woman and that's who y'all chose. First of all, she's problematic as fuck. Aside from, you know, whatever. She's problematic. And she's just said some trash shit. She's like a Trump supporter. You know. You know the vibes. But anyway. So. um, Like I said, I don't know the proper terms. But natural born women felt a way about that because i remember that being like a big thing matter of fact let me see who voted her woman of the year while we talking y'all just sit there while i look this up so i think a lot of times that bothers women because it's like i think sometimes women feel like the media and things don't uplift um like natural born women but they'll give like a Caitlyn Jenner woman of the year or so forth and so on and also with this whole abortion rights situation a lot of like natural born women they've been like well I ain't see no trans women speak up about it well sis let me play devil's advocate because first do you even follow any trans women to see them speak up about it. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really... Um, you can't really say that. Like, was it ESPN? Yeah, so ESPN gave her... No, Glamour. Glamour gave her Woman of the Year. ESPN gave her some... Gave Caitlyn Jenner some other kind of award, girl. But nevertheless, yeah. So a lot of, a lot of women was like, I ain't seen no trans women say shit about... You know, abortion rights. Y'all don't really follow the trans girls like that. So, I mean, you you can't really say what you didn't see. Because if they're not on your news feed, they're not on your time, how would you see it, right? Cool. So, it was a lot of discourse. It was a lot of back and forth when I made that comment. And, oh, I know, I know what I further said. So, I said, I think a lot of women feel like trans women are trying to discredit them and if we all claim to be women then we should be allies in this thing period and i i really stand by that 
I really do. Um, I don't, I don't think it needs to be trans women versus natural born women. Like, it just shouldn't be. And another girl chimed in and she was like, trans women don't even see, you know, natural born women as women. They call us birthing persons or whatever the case may be. That argument was going on. It was a lot of, it was, it was a lot of discourse. It, it was a lot of like, you had some trans girls on that comment. They saying they point of view like, girl, ain't nobody trying to discredit y'all. Like, y'all don't fight for us, so why should we speak up for you? Like, it was that. And I think, I mean, that's real. That's that's a real-ass conversation on both ends of it. The shit not going to be all, you know, ducks and roses. Like, that's a real conversation from somebody who is who has transitioned slash transitioning. And, and she said how it really is. She said how she really feel. Like... Yeah, y'all do y'all speak up for um LGBTQ plus issues? Do y'all speak up when trans girls are being killed? No. So, you know, as far as it goes, abortion rights, that's not our business. Now, I don't necessarily I think the abortion rights thing is every woman's business, trans woman, whatever, because it's not just abortion rights. We're talking about reproductive rights and it can really trickle down to trans rights, the right to, you know, um, the hormones and um, sex reassignment surgery. Like, it it all is going to trickle down. So, it's absolutely, it's every woman's business what's going on with the Supreme Court right now. Like, it's disgusting and every, every woman, no matter your origin, should be pissed off about it. But I really liked it. I really enjoyed seeing both sides of the coin. I really, really did. And when I say that we should all be allies in this, I don't, I'm not delusional to think that, okay, everybody's just going to get along. I don't think that at all. But you, you're a woman, no matter your origin, you use her, she, whatever, those are your pronouns. We're going to respect that. We're going to never misgender you. We should all be working together in this thing. Like when I say allies, and hopefully I can explain this the best. Sometimes I don't be feeling like I have the range because I'm still learning so much. I'm still trying to educate myself on so much. But okay, like the abortion rights thing. Yeah, like I wanna. I, I think that trans girls, trans women should stand with us, and we should all stand together. We should all stand together. We should all be on the same page when it comes to this abortion rights thing. And we should all be speaking out. And we should all be coming together to wreck some shit. And then when a trans woman is killed, it was it was one not, uh, a couple days ago. I think it was like a 19-year-old boy killed the, 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 the I don't know their pronouns, but killed the person that they was talking to because they didn't want to be outed. I think the deceased person's pronouns was she her I think they identified as a girl you know whatever and ended up killing them so yo I think women should stand in solidarity with trans women as well like that shit not cool that y'all getting murdered for being who y'all is I think that's what I mean by allies like we should all be fighting women I'm just I'm strictly talking about women women should be 
standing in this shit together. Like, we not each other's enemy type shit. Like, I don't feel discredited by trans women. I don't feel a way. Like, I don't feel like... I don't, I don't feel no... I never felt no way about trans women and, and transitioning dude dude like I never I never felt no way about it I never felt like my voice was being muted as a woman because trans women exist never felt that um I don't think nobody should feel that way I mean what I don't like though, <laughs> I don't like being called a birthing person like Hold on, hold on. Don't call me no birthing person, bitch. I don't even want kids. I, I, that was my first time hearing the term birthing persons. And I'm like, who the fuck said that? <laughs> like, Portia that's in the table. Who said that? Like, girl, don't call me no damn birthing person, sis. Uh-uh. Never, never that. I'm not a birthing person. The body gives no childbirth. I'm a, I might have, you know, big old child birthing hips, hope, but... I'm not a birthing person. <laughs> that just feels so like boxed in, like you was put. And I think that's why the girl was so offended. I, I don't know what I don't know what trans woman or whatever call this particular girl a birthing person, but she was taking that shit to the heart. I'm like, sis, I ain't never been called that. But I don't think I want to be called that either. Like that's not my sole purpose on this land. Like let's be very clear. But a birthing persons is just kind of it's kind of it got a chuckle out of me but yeah i think we just we should just all be sending this out solidarity with one another because what's interesting you don't hear this on the trans men side like i don't never hear this type of rebuttal when it comes to like trans men and men being intimidated or discredited in any way by trans men like you don't hear this i don't hear this argument at all it i i, I ain't gonna say they standing in solidarity with one another but it's just not a power struggle that way you know what i'm saying i feel like with women and trans women it's it, it just and i i don't i don't feel like i sound right because trans women are women so natural women natural born women and trans women it just seems like this power struggle taking place and i don't think it should be that we all identify as women no matter what no matter if you agree with that or not we all identify as if you come in here and say you identify as as a woman okay i'm I'm gonna see you as such you okay cool you're a woman so we can talk women shit we're gonna talk women shit you know what i'm saying i'm not finna get all in your bag like well what you was we not doing that if you say your name Keisha your name Keisha period that's that's who you is okay that's what I'm gonna call you you know I'm not gonna say he him his like she her hers you know that's just me though I think I think y'all could really go easy on the misgendering too it don't cost you nothing to call a person by their preferred name and pronouns. I'm sorry. Even if you don't agree, that's like if I go, I was going by my 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 middle name, Elaine, right? And I'm like, no, you know, call me Elaine. Like, a lot of people do that. I know so many people who go in their day-to-day by their middle name. 
and you purposely call me something different. Like, you call me by my first name after I done told you I go by my middle name day to day. That's, to me, that's like a form of disrespect. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's the equivalent to, like, you know, back in the day, well, shit, still today, like, when white people, when specifically white men, when white men will call a black man a boy, that's a grown-ass man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the equivalent to that. You don't do that. It's just disrespectful. I And I can't... It boils my blood to hear a white man call a black man a boy. That shit make me mad, man. Like, don't address no black man, a grown-ass man, as a boy. That shit bothers me. I don't know about y'all, but to hear that, I get in my body. Like, who is be talking to like don't don't do that so it's kind of the equivalent for me why why would i purposely call somebody a him when they said address them as she it's just a respect thing and it costs me nothing to do it like i'm not gaining anything or losing anything and i i've seen people um you know people listen when they get mad they get a name gender bag because that's a big disrespect factor. You just don't have to do that. I don't think y'all got to do that. You know, I just don't, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's nice. You don't have to misgender somebody. Even when you mad, like you could be having a whole argument. And I think a lot of people will go for the misgendering during the argument. You know, I don't know, just an observation. But... I really did enjoy the conversation. I really did enjoy the back and forth. Let me see if I could pull it up. I'm not even sure what blog I was commenting on, Greg. You know, I just be in people business. <laughs> I just be in people face. I be in all the blogs. Um, so one person said, we natural born women don't need to be allies. Trans women only need to be allies within the LGBTQ community. I mean... No, because we are living in the human experience. We are all living a human experience. Now, a natural born woman's ex- um, certain experiences may be different from a trans woman, obviously. But we are all living a human experience. So at the end of the day, there are things and factors that affect us as hu- just human fucking beings. So yeah, we absolutely should. We absolutely need to stand with one another. And um, this one girl, she wrote a very lengthy response. As a woman of trans experience, I feel a lot of women do feel as if we're trying to discredit them or erase them. And that's not true. I'm a trans woman and I'm okay with that. I know I understand. But like you said, if we say we are women, why can't we just come together? Because at the end of the day, we are fighting for the same thing, whether you trans or a natural born woman. That's all I'm saying. Period. We are all fighting to be seen and heard and for equality. Seems to me a lot of hetero people trying to cause a division between us and we are more alike than we are different. That's really all I was trying to say. Period. That's how I feel. I And I recognize everybody don't feel like that. Um, Flame Monroe, the comedian Flame Monroe, she's trans. And she came out and supported Macy Gray. But Flame Monroe, she like that. She all she supports a lot of like the controversial takes because 
she feels for her to be trans she feels that way about a lot of things like she feels like trans women are not natural born women but like she's she said that so she came out and supported macy gray and a lot of people was dragging flame on roll because they're like how can you say you a trans woman and you you know that whole thing i don't really think i can speak to that but what, what was another good comment on this one girl said, if a trans woman can make you feel um, discredited, I'm sorry to say, but self-esteem is the issue, not the trans community. Also very true. Again, it don't affect me. Like, it doesn't fuck up my life. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't cost me money. It doesn't, I mean, it just don't bother me. And I don't know why it bothers some. A lot of people, they whole argument is just, I'm not with that shit. Cool. But what what about it? What about it? Like bothers you to the point where you want to get disrespectful? I guess that's what I'm confused. Like, what part of it got you? Like, you know, you you purposely want to misgender. You purposely want to call out, and you know, you allowed to have your opinion, of course, but. I just want to know, like, what what about trans women bothers you, bothers you? And another um, comment was how tr- people say that trans women. I think this. I think this is what got a lot of natural born women upset. They were saying like trans women oftentimes feel that natural born women get the sauce from them I think that's what really I think that core thinking is what has made this division between natural born women and trans women is here like even Saucy Santana not too long ago he wasn't talking about trans women but he was saying you know straight girls get a lot of they a lot of they sauce and like when I say sauce I mean lingo style you know from gay boys and women was oof oof you it, girl it's like you threw hot water on them they were mad and I get I get me and mad that's where the whole discredit women comes from so it's not just specific to trans women allegedly discrediting natural born women is some people feel like gay men do it as well and I've said in the past like watching Paris is burning and shit like that coming up I we have stole we have not stole shit we all in this shit together we done borrow a lot of things from the gay community the gay community done borrowed a lot of things from us what I would say that women have took from the gay community or borrowed from the gay community is definitely the slang, the lingo, the way we talk, even, and I've talked about this before, the plastic surgery. Now, it was a time where looking natural, like you got a natural big booty, natural flat stomach, if you got boobs done, you know, they looked so natural, that's what you wanted, but I feel like in the gay community, the trans community, specifically ballroom, everything was over-exaggerated because back in the day, trans women... They had to get, like, the under-the-table cosmetic work. 
So everything was just big, 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 like super exaggerated little bitty waist, big ass hips, big old silicone ass, big old silicone titties, like just the the over exaggerated bodies. And that's what's in today. Like that's what's in. When you go get the BBL, when they suck out the fat, put it in your ass. You you want to be the big old ass now. You don't want just no natural looking boo. I think my BBL looks too natural. You don't want that. You want yeah. You want like you know what I'm saying. So I will say that concept definitely came. Cause listen to me, listen to me, daughter. Listen to me. Because y'all like to take words and misconstrue them. In the world of cosmetic surgery, the over-exaggerated, the over-enhanced cosmetic body, I think, in my own opinion, that came from trans women. That concept of the overly enhanced and the really exaggerated, you know, exaggerated ass and da 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 Yes, black women been having big old booties, big old titties, especially if you're from the South, big old country. You feel me? Big old country ass, big old country titties, all that. Of course, black women a lot of times are naturally built that way. Of course, but even that can be exaggerated. And if you've ever watched like some of the old balls and if Paris is burning, period. Some of the girls get the work. Shit, we seen it on polls. Remember when Candy uh, and the other girl, when they got the ass shots, and Candy was walking around with that big old booty, bitch, like over-exaggerated. That was not Candy natural booty, child. None about it was natural. Yeah, that's what I mean by, like, I feel like ballroom culture, trans women always... When they got the work done, it was go big or go home. You feel me? Big, 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 the biggest hips. The smallest of ways, the biggest that when they got the work done. And I feel like in today's cosmetic surgery culture, yeah, you, you want it the bigger the better. You want you know, so I definitely think that's the concept that came from trans women. Um you know. They take a little house, they take a little house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I think women have this thing where it's like, how we want to be y'all, but y'all want to look like women. Um, I don't really have a range to go to. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't. I don't have the range to go to. If I was a nigga, I would want to look like a woman too. I like having titties. I like having ass. I like having pussy. I like it. I'm sorry. I like I like being a woman for real. It's lit this way. So I I that's why I don't bother me. You don't, know? but I don't really had a range to go into the to the trans women wanna look like women. I ain't I'm not gonna venture there. I don't even have the thoughts. Like, my thoughts ain't together enough. And I feel like if I go too deep into it, I'm going to start rambling. Like I am now. But, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So basically, you know, then she came back out and said she's a big supporter of the gay community, LGBTQ, like she's absolutely stands with people living their truth. But, you know, that's what it is. She stood on what she said now. She didn't she ain't backpedal, period. She stood on what she said. I don't know. I just feel like there shouldn't be division, period. Like, it just shouldn't be women, natural born women, we fighting for our fucking reproductive rights. And I said I wasn't going to try to do no F-bombs this episode, but girl, I didn't let, I didn't think I said the F-word at least three times. Potty mouth. I have to get that under control. I will never be the YouTuber I need to be dropping dropping that potty mouth like that. It's not cute. But we all fighting for something. We all fighting for something. And I just don't think it's need for the division. It's not need for the division. I don't think um, natural born women should feel like trans women are a threat. I don't feel like trans women should feel like natural born women are a threat. Like, we, we not a threat. To, we are not the enemy. <laughs> we are not each other's enemy. We are all fighting for something. And that something is equality at, at its core. Now, you go up, you go deeper, and you, you break that down into what equality looks like to you versus me. But in the end, the core of all this shit is equality. That's what we fighting for. That's what we pushing for. So, but, you know, my little humble opinion ain't gonna stop Nancy from getting dragged, yeah. But what y'all think? Y'all gotta, you know, check the temperature. Let me know. I hope I explained that well. I hope I explained my point on that well. Because I know a lot of times, this is why we need to bring back note-taking. I don't feel like I, I have, like, it's like I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to all the way get it out sometimes. So, hopefully I made sense, girl. What else is on the docket? Let's stay on women. Let's stay on women and women rights and all that type of shit. Brittany Griner. Still in Russia. Has she... She hasn't been sentenced. Let me just double check and make sure. Uh, Still detained. So, and it's looking like she's going to be there for at least another six months, girl. Like, yeah. And she wrote a letter to Biden, the Biden administration. Like, look, I voted for you. Like, please do not leave me behind. Please do not forget about me. Type of thing. And a lot of people was comparing her situation to when ASAP Rocky was in jail over wherever he was, somewhere in Europe, and Trump was able to get him out. Well, mm, I think it's a little bit different because how Trump did something. How did Trump get ASAP Rocky out of jail? It was a bargaining situation, no doubt. Um, how did How did that happen? Because ASAP Rocky got in jail in Swedish... Okay, let, let me see how this, this happened. Trump called Sweden Prime Minister, came to the effect at the urging of Kanye West. There, there was some type of way. There, something happened. Uh, anyway, I ain't dug deep enough into it, child, before this podcast. And we not, we not finna 
spend the next goddamn 30 minutes Googling. But anyway, a lot of people were trying to say if Trump was in office, Brittany Griner would be home from Russia. That was the argument. That's been the argument. I don't agree because Trump don't like lesbian black women. So stop. <laughs> let's let's not let's not let's not act like Trump would have broken his back for an openly gay black woman, black Democrat who's married to another black woman. Let's just cut the shit. Let's not act like Trump is on that type of time. Please stop. Stop the cap. Like y'all, and I'm not the political girl. Listen, I told y'all on another podcast, Precious is done voting. Done voting. Like my voting days are over. Over, over. Until we can start voting on who we want in the Supreme Court, which is never, bitch, over. I'm I'm personally done with politics. But y'all would like to blame a lot of sh- Trump would have did this, Trump would have did that. I don't think you guys realize, like, gas prices are not just up in the United States. They're up in other countries as well. Um, Food is not just high in the United States. It's high in other countries as well. It's a global supply chain issue. But obviously, we live in the United States, so that's going to be the focus. But I just say that to say this is not strictly a Biden fault. Biden didn't make the gas high. Biden didn't make the groceries high. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't, I don't think that's a fair argument. And to say Trump would have did any better with this whole global supply issue that's been going on for months, I don't agree. I don't think he would have made it better or worse. I think it would have been the same shit. Stop. Stop the cap. And then a lot of people like to say, well, you know, y'all stuck on this this stimulus. It's $1,500. Let's get into it. Y'all want Trump back in office because 2020 was a pandemic. Everybody was getting money in 2020 off of the PPPs and you know, the different funding, everybody was getting open. Everybody was getting, rightfully so. Let me be very clear. If you can scam and not get caught, bitch, scam. If, if you can scam the government, don't scam your local neighbor trying to make it. No, no, no. But, bitch, if you can scam the government a little bit, Mr. Hello. So, I think that's why y'all want Trump back in office so bad. That's That's really what it is. That's all it was, cause, but, shit, a lot of people went to jail by the twenty twenty, um, you know, get money ways. A lot of people did ended up going to jail, and a lot of people didn't. That's another thing. Like a lot of people just walked away freely. Hey, no judgment here. I want to make myself very clear. I have no judgment, girl. Kudos. But that's why y'all want Trump back in office for real. Like I done seen so many tweets like that. Hell, didn't Asian dog tweet some shit like I know a lot of money I know a lot of people who made a lot of money when Trump was in office. Yeah, I I did too. But that don't change the fact that if he was in office with this global supply shit going on, it would still be going on. That don't change the fact that if Trump was in office this whole abortion ban shit would still be going on. You know what I'm saying? Like it, these things that we have in gas would still be high. Groceries still high. Like none of this shit would change. And the quicker y'all realize that, the more at peace I think you'll be, girl. But 
I think y'all just give Biden that whole administration too much. I don't think they done done a whole lot, you know, of what they said they was going to do. But at the same time, it's I think a lot of shit is out of their control. Period. Um. So, yeah, with this Britney Griner situation, um, you know, they said they're trying to free her. But I also feel like the only reason they came out and said anything about freeing her was because she kind of called their ass out in that letter. Like, hey, girl, don't, don't forget me. Like, I know y'all got other things going on, but please do not forget that I'm over here. And in the past, and I don't know if this happened with Trump and ASAP, but it was kind of like a swap thing. Like, you release one of ours, we release one of yours. With Britney, I don't think there's anything or anyone, I don't think, could be wrong. Y'all know I'm done with the politics, could be wrong. But I don't think there's a swap that could happen in the moment. You know what I'm saying? I personally think they're going to make Britney do that time. Hell, they're making her do the time. They done have her. They keep extending her detainment for months at a time. What it is, like six months now? She got to stay there another six months? They are going to stick it to this girl over this very little um, marijuana oil that was paid in her luck that was in her luggage. And you got Russia who don't really F with the U.S. like that anyway. They're not trying to bargain like that. I don't think they're trying to bargain with this girl like that. No. No. I think, I sadly think they're going to they're gonna stick it to her. And I seen a tweet. It was two tweets. One of them said, you know, if this was LeBron James, he would be home. And this uh, this other young lady shot back. And boy, did she shoot back. Hold on, do I have it? I don't think I said too much, but I damn sure retweeted it. Um, Because she ate that shit. Ate it. Of course, I don't see. I got to start screenshotting these things. Because I do do a podcast. I really need to um, screenshot this type of thing. But basically, okay, here's the tweet. So, Brittany Griner's coach said if this was LeBron James, he would be home. This other girl retweeted and said, no, he wouldn't. But LeBron James would never be in this position to go to a hostile country and play basketball for extra income. Brittany makes 220000 a season. LeBron makes $41 million. That's a different angle nobody wants to discuss. That is the tweet. That is the tweet to end all tweets. That is why we're here. That's why Brittany is in jail. At the root of it all, that is the tweet. Female basketball players don't make half, half the money. When I say they don't make, I mean a fraction of what their male counterparts Make it's such a huge gap. Two hundred and twenty thousand a season versus forty one million. Crazy. Crazy. But it goes back to people don't really watch the WNBA like that. The views are not there. Somebody said that uh mentioned that to me. The views aren't there. The audience is not there. 
So if the audience isn't there and the endorsements are not there, it would seem to me, and I could be wrong, tell me, but it would seem to me that the NBA would pump money into the WNBA to get more people in seats, to make it more appealing, to to really boost the WNBA up. I don't feel like there's really any effort to invest in the WNBA. It doesn't it doesn't feel that way and I don't again, I don't I don't watch sports often. I will watch basketball over football like if the basketball game on, I want to go on a date to a basketball game. But if it's on, I'll watch it. But this person was right. Like, the WNBA don't make that much money. So, it's been going on these years and it's not making that money. I would think that the NBA would kind of re-examine that business model. Like, how do we get people in seats? How are we going to make this just as appealing as an NBA game? Period. I think it's a lot of work that could be done there. They invest big money in these players. I don't think that same is being invested in women. I think the WNBA should just be more. Like, I don't know if they get the same endorsement opportunities. I'm sure they do to some degree. But the point is, a lot of WNBA players have to go and play overseas in the offseason. Because Brittany Griner is getting 220 a season. That is, don't get me wrong, that's damn good, child. I take 220 to dribble about. But can you imagine what rookie WNBA players is getting? How much do M- do WNBA women get paid? Let's just let's just Google it. Like let's just see. The average WNBA salary for the 2021 season was 120000 There are only 14 players making 200000 or more. Girl. What is the low? Okay. What is the lowest WNBA salary? Um, The minimum is $60,000. $60,000. Now it says Brittany Griner earns two million. I don't know if that's in Russia or here. I don't know, but that's low, dog. Like that's two twenty. Even if she was making two million. Brittany Griner is one of like the high earners in the WNBA. If she making two mil playing in Russia, she she on the high end. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and well, that's what that tweet was saying. Female basketball players gotta go and really put themselves in jeopardy to make good money. To survive. Like, you don't I'm not saying, you know, male basketball players don't go overseas in the offseason. But they don't have to, is what I'm is what I'm saying. Like, if they just feel like going to make some extra money, cool, but they don't have to do that shit, bro. 
They don't have to. So it's a gap. And I, I think the NBA honestly has to examine that. I think the NBA has to look at that and say, you know what? Some some ain't right. Like we need to do something different. I don't know if you invest in in a much nicer halftime show. You know, if you get some big name performers to come out and do the halftime shows, I I don't know if you pay some influencers to come sit courtside. Should y'all pay influencers to do every goddamn thing else? So I think I think more can be done with the WNBA. I really, really do. I think it's kind of like a slap in the face a little bit. And it it shows, again, that women, no matter what, of all walks of life, are still, we're fighting the same battle in the end of the day, and that's equality, period. This is an equality thing. This is a, a, a pay equality situation. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, Free Britney, I haven't been following the case you know, verbatim every single day, but have been checking for the updates and it just don't look, it just don't look good to me. It don't look good. I really think they're going to stick it to her. I think they're making an example out of her. Like y'all come to, y'all come over here and we find any inclination that you did any little thing wrong, we locking your ass up. That's what it looked like. It looked like one big ass point to prove, Jim. And unfortunately, they're doing it at the expense of this woman who hasn't done shit. She ain't did nothing wrong. That guy ain't did nothing wrong. She she didn't do nothing wrong. I don't care what nobody says. So, prayers to her. Hope they free Britney um, sooner than later. Hope she's okay. Nobody even really been able to speak directly to her, which is sad. You know, people can't even, like, communicate with this girl. Her wife ain't been able to talk to her. It's just sad. It's sad. It feels like a it feels like a hostage situation to me. Um, what else is on the docket, girl? I feel like this is the women's rights podcast. <laughs> We've been going up for the girls all podcast. Like that's what this feels like to me. Y'all want to talk about? Uh, oh, gotta say, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. His killer, Eric Garner, convicted. Probably gonna sit down for the rest of his life. Rightfully so. I still think the getaway driver deserve a little something, but she, you know, she got immunity to testify. So she got away scot-free, but Eric Garner, he gonna go sit down and do that time, rightfully so. And gotta say rest in peace to the mass shooting, another mass shooting, 4th of July, um, Highland Park, Highland Park, Illinois, People at the parade enjoying a 4th of July. I have not read a single article about this situation and will not. Will not. I have tried my best to cleanse my timeline. Don't want to see. Don't want to hear. Don't want to know. All I can do is pray each and every day that me and my loved ones don't encounter that shit. Because, wow, like, it's it's too much. My mental can't take it. I cannot, I can't take that. 
can't take you. I don't want to. I can't take you. I can't look at it. I can't. I just make a. I make a conscious effort. Not to. Just, just not to, not to take that in, because, you know, when we go out into the world, that's what we think about. I don't know about y'all, but, and I said this on Twitter, but y'all know I live on Twitter all day. But anytime I go somewhere, it's like you, you looking for the emergency exit, the nearest exit. Like you can't even, you can't even just go to a concert and relax. Let your hair down. You can't go to a parade and relax. You can't go to the grocery store. I don't even feel comfortable in the grocery store. You know, I don't feel comfortable nowhere. Anywhere I go in, I'm trying to get in and out. I don't feel comfortable in the mall. I don't feel comfortable nowhere. I just don't feel comfortable. I don't feel easy. Like when I'm in restaurants, anywhere, like I just don't feel safe girl like I don't feel comfortable I don't feel it's just so hard to just sit back and relax and just vibe like no you feel like shit like you you just you on edge you you just don't know if somebody finna come in here with a gun and let it go you don't know bro that is so scary to me and I hate that we living in a time where leisure thing, leisurely things are not even enjoyable because you don't know who is about to come in here and you don't know what's on their damn mind. Concerts and shit, like, you, you don't know. You just don't know. You don't know. And it's scary. And I feel like I, I deal with that anxiety leaving the house every day. I just don't. When I get on my social media... That's not what I'm opening my social media app for, girl. Sorry. But prayers, prayers to all them victims. People lost their lives. People lost their parents. Ugh. Ugh, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I saw, I saw one video as I was scrolling of like the kids. I seen it before I knew what it was of like the kids, you know, walking in the parade and then they just take off running. I just, I had to keep going. I'm like, nope, I know what this is. I can't take no more. I'm not watching no more of this shit. So, prayers to them, girl. Let's talk about, um, F-R-E-E. -E. Mm -mm. I'm so happy for Glorilla. Like, y'all know I've been a Glorilla fan since, since I heard Fuck Nigga Free, but even before then, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but I was following Slim Maroney. And she wanna, you know, one of the homegirls, I was telling somebody, like, they have a whole little clique of all female rappers and they all raw. Like the shit is so raw to see. So I've been following um Slim Maroney. I don't know if her name is Slim Maroney or Slim Maroney, but I've been following that girl for a minute. Cause they had, I think it was last year like a freestyle that went viral like when they was all together like in the look it looked like they was in like a photography studio they was all taking turns rapping like they was oh i think her name is slimeroni we're gonna go with slimeroni not slimeroni but she her and glorilla ate that shit and i'm like who are these girls like I personally thought slime maroni was going first i thought she was gonna be the first to blow up like i said 
to somebody. I said, if Glorilla got now, Slimeroni is coming directly behind her. That them they hold click. I don't know everybody's names, but I know them too. Cause I've been following them too. But I I was so happy to see Glorilla get signed, man. I know I ain't never gonna get my interview not because that's one of the people I had put in the interview, but that's okay. Like that girl is out of here. I love her so much, dog. Because see, I knew when I knew when Glorilla got them teeth done, something was going on. When she went and got them damn teeth fixed, that girl went and put them veneers in her mouth. I sell y'all. Something going on with her. You feel me? She she glowing up, but she so she she don't sound like nobody. That girl don't sound like nobody. Her whole little clique, they don't sound like nobody. They got her and Slimeroni got strong Memphis accents. And they don't sound all cute and prissy. Globy talking that shit now. But she said so hard and because she got a deeper voice. Slamaroni kind of, you know, she has a deepish voice also, but they just got them strong Memphis accents. Them girls sound good. I ain't gonna lie, they them some rapping at the whole little collective. Them some rapping ass girls. And when I seen her get signed and she brought all her homegirls on the jet, man. And they was like rapping to her while she was signing the sh- Oh my God, all the feels. It felt so good watching that video. Like, I just was so happy. I'm so happy for Glorilla. I'm so happy for her. She just, she's so unique, bro. She don't sound like nobody else. And I really hope, I really hope like her getting signed shines a light on their whole clique. Cause all of them talented. The whole group of girls, they them some rapping ass girls. Them some rapping ass girls, Memphis. I ain't know y'all had the girls tucked away like that. Like we knew what y'all could do with the men, but bitch, I ain't know what y'all could do with the girls. I ain't gonna lie, like I'm here for it. And as soon as that girl got signed, people came out to hate. And it was the most miserable shit I ever seen. It it was it was like the worst display of hate, and I done seen it in a long time. They went and pulled her old Facebook post immediately. I don't know if they was tweets or Facebook posts, but basically she was going up for Young Dolph, right? And it appeared that Glorilla was a big Young Dolph fan. You know, she was like, Young Dolph is better than Gotti. Um, Dolph is better than Moneybag. Pretty much Dolph is like the better rapper ahead of cmg artists and she was just a Dolph fan like she really went up for Dolph. people i feel like they were sitting on that information because they knew that she had a, a situation with Gotti. i don't feel like people just went and found that i feel like people screenshotted that and held on to that ammunition because i think it was rumblings and talks around memphis that glorilla might be signing your Gotti. And she might have had a situation. And people went and found that shit and kept it just in case. That's nasty. That is... It was the nastiest display of hate I might have ever seen. That was disgusting 
people, and apparently it was people from her city who was screenshotting this and sending it to the blogs. Do y'all know how disgusting that is? Because I'm scrolling and I'm seeing all the rap blogs posting right after she got signed. Are we celebrating this girl got signed? Hours later, <clears throat> they posting screenshots of this girl old post where she was saying Dolph is the better rapper over CMG rappers. Y'all was holding on to that shit. Y'all didn't just go find it. Somebody from that girl's city had been holding on to that information for a while and couldn't wait to unleash that shit. And that is so disgusting to me. Like, that... and. It's deeper than well, you know, when you get famous, you gotta, you need to just go cleanse your. It's deeper than that, because that was not somebody who went and just found that on a whim. You saved that. You've been waiting to see that. And apparently, Glorilla, they was sharing this photo of her young Dolph. How you teamed off and you was talking all that shit by CMG, but you signed a CMG. She was talking from a fan perspective. That's what y'all don't understand. But before people become famous, they are fans. Before people, you know, sign with anybody, they are fans. They she this girl was a fan of these people. So she is tweeting from that and posting from that perspective of I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Dolph. I like Dolph more than Gotti. Dolph, I like I like Dolph more than CMG, and I guarantee if Dolph was alive today, Glorilla having the hit single that she got and the popularity that she got, he would have absolutely tried to sign her, and she would have went because she seemed to be a fan. She seems to be a really really big fan of Dolph. I think she would have absolutely went that way. Unfortunately, Dolph is no longer with us. And this girl is not about to miss this opportunity that could change her life based on who she feel is the better rapper. No. Y'all are dumb. I seen people saying she shouldn't have signed. She not loyal. She should... How you claim you you a Dolph fan but you signed to Gotti? It's very simple. Business is business. That's why y'all stuck in the miserable ass state of mind that y'all in right now. That's why a lot of y'all are stuck. Because y'all have these dumbass ideologies and y'all don't know how to separate business from bullshit. Period. That's really all it is. To say that this young girl should not sign a deal that could change her life. Personally, I think Glorilla would have been successful as an independent artist. You dropped a hit single on your own as an independent artist. But I understand more access to bigger names. Listen, mama do that shit when i seen she was at the bet awards i knew something was up i'm like yeah unless she got like a real strong team and they was able to get an invite i'm like yeah that girl yeah she 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 got a one she she's out of here but so i think she could have did it independent but she chose to sign rightfully rightfully so she made a decision that was best for her and her future because I think Glorilla is here to stay. I don't think we finna hit the last of her. I don't think Fuck Nigga Free was the only song. That girl rapped too good. She too unique. She, I feel about her how I felt about Takeoff when I first heard Takeoff. 
it's them voices of an extremely unique voice. That's how I honestly feel about Ruby Rose, too. It's just Ruby Rose being so much controversy and, and blog bullshit. I don't think people really pay attention to her music. But that is how I feel about Glorilla. Her voice is so unique. We are going to stop and listen to this girl, period. And I feel that she would have been a fool not to take the deal because she's more of a fan of one rapper versus another. It would be different if Thoth was alive and she had a choice to say, you know, I want to sign with CMG versus, um, um, I'm, 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 why I can't think of Dolph label all of a sudden? Paper route. It would be different if she had that choice, but she don't have a choice. She she don't even have a choice. There's no choice in the matter. And you have Gotti coming along. And let's be clear, Gotti was probably made aware of them screenshots before all this even came. Like, y'all be so pressed and ready to hate and ready to, to mess up somebody else's moment. Y'all don't even know shit that going behind the scenes. He might have seen them. Y'all think Gotti and his team ain't been all up and through that girl's social media before this? Y'all think he ain't done his research on this girl before she came about? But y'all so prep. I seen one of y'all haters posted a screenshot of you sending the the Glorilla post to your Gotti DM. Hating shit. You went out your way to do that for a nigga who's never going to respond. Hating shit. So, that's what I be saying. A lot of times, these labels already know what come with the artist before they sign the artist. I'm sure that man done, he done done his research. Trust me. None of this shit is a secret. Y'all want her to get dropped so bad. Gotti, Gotti is smart. If your Gotti is anything, that man is smart. Look at his roster. Look at his line of all them niggas eating. The only people who I guess it's cause for concern for would be JB Blockboy. He's the only one on CMG that's been a little quiet. But the rest of Gotti artists, eating. All of them. Every last one. Especially ESTG. I, I'm waiting for ESTG and Glorilla song. I'm waiting at the door. It's, it's going to be too much for me. Just like I was telling you our last episode with JT... Her outfit was too much for me. That's how I'm going to feel when the first time I hear this ESTG and Glorilla song. It's going to be too much. I'm going to faint. It's going to be too much. I'm not going to be able to stand it. I love ESTG and I love Glorilla and them voices together. Like I can hear it in my head. All of the, oh my God, like the drug, the little talk. I, I'm a faint. I'm not going to be okay when that song come out. I'm waiting on it. But Gotti don't miss. Now, I am very curious to see what Gotti... Because now he got two females on the label. He got Glorilla, and he has a singer, a female singer. I don't, I can't think of her name right now. But I'm very curious to see what Gotti going to do with these women. Because we see what Gotti can do with these niggas. But it's Gotti. I don't, I don't think he missed with this Glorilla situation at all. I, think, I don't think Gotti give a damn about what she said about loving Dolph more. This was a phenomenal business move, and I think them two are going to make a lot of money together. People was clowning, also clowning Glorilla, saying, you know, she didn't read her contract. She just signed it. 
again, man, we only know what social media see us. How y'all know that girl didn't read the contract with her lawyers before she, you know, recorded the video? Like, just, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta learn. We gotta learn to relax. We have to learn that a lot of shit is not what it seems in there. There's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that we will never know. And that is okay. Like, it's okay. But I just thought it was real distasteful the way y'all went above and beyond to try and discredit this girl. Went above and beyond to try and embarrass her and take away from her moment and bother her. And just, it's like y'all was holding on to them screenshots. You couldn't wait. You come with I hate haters. They cannot wait. They cannot wait. I'm sure somebody send back waiting to unleash some shit about me when I get popping. I just ask that you do it now. Like let's go ahead and do it now and get it out of the way, child. Expose what you're gonna expose, bitch. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, don't wait. Let's 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 pump it out. Like, let's get it out. Let's get all that shit out right now. But nevertheless, I hope none of this is affecting her. I pray to God that, you know, she's still doing good. And I'm just so excited to see the the debut Glorilla album. Or, you know, like, I just can't wait. I'm just so excited. I'm very excited for her. Can't wait to see what Slime Maroney, you know, gonna do. Because, like I said, if Glorilla got now, please believe Slime Maroney got next. That girl is out of here so i'm excited i'm excited y'all but girl i think we done talked chair we don't we done talked today bitch we we done we done talked honey i think that's it y'all what y'all think we should we call it should we call it a day i think that's it though i think we have um yeah I think this was a good episode. This was definitely the the missing. I'm not the look at me. This was this was definitely what we've been missing, girl. This was this was good. I think we we covered a lot. This was definitely the uh black women empowerment episode. <laughs> I definitely feel like we went up for black women. This episode, yes, yes, honey, yes, we have so. Good episode, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. Um, a couple people, if you follow me on Twitter, my favorite goddamn social media app, and of course you know some of the drama that's been going on in my nine to five life. Hopefully that will come, you know, to an end fairly soon. Hopefully I get some good news, girl. I've been waiting. I thought last week was gonna be the week of good news. But I feel like my interviews went pretty good this week. So hopefully this is this is this is my week of great news and I can I can move on to a new experience. I can move on to a nine to five job that does not affair interfere with my creative endeavors. Cause the more this situation plays out, and again I can't really talk too much about it my current work but the more it plays out the more I'm like yeah you you should have been focused more on your writing and podcasting and blogging like this should have been the focus two years ago 
and we wouldn't be we wouldn't be here. We probably wouldn't be here right now talking about this. Like I should have been making more of an effort to glow myself up creatively and make sure that my writing and podcasting was the thing to pay the bills and not someone else's judgment. So now my approach is I need a nine to five that is not stressful. I need something that don't interfere with me promoting my book, marketing my book, marketing my podcast, feeling like I can market my stuff and I can market myself without the BS. Like, I need that. And I feel like the places that I'm interviewing with is that I want to put myself in a position and I just need a nine to five to pay my bills until it happens. Like, I don't need nothing that's stressful that I'm thinking of when I walk outside of a building. Like, when I leave work, I'm done with work. I'm I've I've left so I don't know that's just where I'm at with it today I'm mad at myself because I feel like I should have been I I feel like I've been too comfortable with someone else's corporation and money who can easily pull the plug whenever they want and has been dangling the plug over my head for weeks and there's no updates. There's no nothing. There's just every day you go into work and you don't know if it's your last day. Like that is, that's no way for anybody to live, especially in a recession. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's very nice. But you know, it was um it it was a lesson. Big 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 lesson. So. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get off the line. I got some writing to do. And I got some things that I need to get done, child, before I go to sleep. (laughs) And so, I'm going to talk to you girls in the next episode. Sorry that y'all got this episode. So, so, so late, girl so so late but yeah let me know what you think about everything we talked about what you think about macy gray britney griner glow rilla big glow let me know let me know what you think girl and i'm gonna see you girls in the next one